Hey, Purpose Chasers, just a quick announcement before we hop into this week's episode of the podcast. I just want to remind you that the Purpose Reset Masterclass is taking place this week, Saturday, June 20th, 2020 at 8 p.m. Eastern. This masterclass is for you if you've been feeling distracted, unsettled, stuck, tired, bored, or lost. I know the feeling. I know you feel like God has created you for more, but you can't seem to grasp what that more is. And this pandemic is only making things feel more bleak. But the truth is that not knowing your purpose or being out of alignment with your purpose will stop you from building the life you are created to have. Yes, the life you truly desire. That's why I created the Purpose Reset Masterclass. And this is a free masterclass where I'm going to show up and teach you how to get laser focused on your purpose and develop the skills to become confident in your calling and fearless in who God created you to be. You do not want to miss this free masterclass. The sign up link is in the show notes. You can go to www.purposechaseracademy.com slash purpose reset. That's www.purposechaseracademy.com slash forward slash purpose reset. And the link is also in the show notes. I look forward to serving you all this week, Saturday, June 20th, 2020 at 8 p.m. Eastern. See you at the Purpose Reset Masterclass now. Let's start the show. You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And this week, I am not alone. It's time for another Faithpreneur Diaries. And I have in the guest chair with me, Miss Summer Theodore. Summer is the owner of Jesus Be Knowin, a faith-based apparel and accessory company that was created to encourage and remind everyone that God is in control. Based out of the DMV area, Summer is a wife, mom, and Janet Jackson's number one fan. She also shares her love of personal style and life over on her Instagram page, And in summary, there you can follow her as she navigates being a new entrepreneur and businesswoman. Let's welcome Summer to the show. Hey, Summer, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Hey, everyone. Thank you for having me, Shantae. It's so amazing to be here today. Excellent, excellent. So I love to start these interviews with this question. Tell us a Mm -hmm. fun fact about yourself that was not in your bio. 
<laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, I used to be a dancer. I grew up dancing in church and I used to mime in church very heavily for years. Yes. White face, everything. So yes. I'm not sure if any anyone that grew up in the Baptist church, if you're familiar um, with miming and the dance team and all of that, I was part of that whole that whole team growing up. I love it. I actually danced a lot in church growing up. And I think up until up until I injured my back, I was dancing still like into my 20s. But I grew yeah. up Pentecostal and we have a very strong youth mind ministry. So I when you said mind just now, I was like, yes, come through with the ministry. Yes, I we had the same it. thing. We yes. had the same thing. We had a, a, a great mind ministry. Um, I was um, co-lead of it um, growing up. It was awesome. We had such a great time. It just brings back like memories. We could probably talk about that for hours. Like <laughs> yes, songs I, and everything. I just love ministering in a different way, especially when mm-hmm. dancing and moving your body to kind of interpret what the song is saying. And I remember being in school in the UK and being at church and thinking to myself, I have this gift of dancing, but I don't see anybody dancing here at all. Like it was so, it was such a different yeah. experience for me. But I think that's one thing that is unique about our churches that we do a lot of miming, we do a lot of dancing, we do a lot of flagging, mm. and it's so beautiful in a different way to worship God. So that was a very cool, fun fact about Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. You guys, we were just having a pre-conversation, and I was like, me and Summer are about to really go into a conversation without pressing record, so we're just going to yes. pick up and go straight into it. But I really want to know about your journey. I want to know about how you got to a point where you are now a new faithpreneur, as I call it. You are following God and you started Jesus Be Known. So give us the details. Oh, sure. So Jesus Be Known um, officially uh, launched back in November of 2019, the weekend of Black Friday, you know, very popular here in the States, um, right after Thanksgiving. And so I just had to go ahead and finally press the button because I had been sitting on this dream for over three years. Um, it's something that I've said so many times over the years, probably back since back in 20, like before 2016, 2015, but I was in a meeting. I have two great accountability groups and that feed me, you know, in business. And at the time I was running my blog and I always would say in our meetings, oh, Jesus be knowing whether if something bad or good happened at the end of the day, Jesus be knowing just means God is in control. So, you know, if anything ever happened great to anyone in the group, I'm like, oh, Jesus be knowing if something bad happened, but God pulled you through it. It's like, oh, Jesus be knowing. So it just became a point where my friends were saying, you need to place this on a T-shirt. And I'm like, no one's going to buy this, right? No one's going to get it, whatever. So finally, I listened. And Easter of 2017, I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead I want to have t-shirts printed up by a local printer. I had about five to eight shirts done. I gave one to my husband. I gave one to my sister and a couple friends and my mom. And I said, okay, we're going to wear these to church. Wore them to church. They were a hit. And then I got scared. 
I was like, well, what do I do next? Like I had these printed, you know, what am I going to do? And then I literally from April of 2017 until November of 2019 sat on this dream. And my friends kept on telling me, hey, you have to do it. You have to push through. Let's create a launch date. And I just, I was so scared. And I literally was crippled until finally last year I um, had my son in June of last year. He's about to turn one soon, actually. And I can't even believe that I'm saying that out loud. I'm about to have a one-year-old. And after, you know, shortly after I gave birth, like with like after the first trimester of like, or the first three months of his life, I said, you know, I really want to get back into working and Jesus be known wouldn't leave me. It just kept, you know, you know, you have that thing that just keeps mm-hmm. nagging you, that dream that you just can't let go. And I literally heard a clear voice. You know how some people say, you know, I, f- I felt that God, you know, spoke to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So in some type of way, I felt that God spoke to me. And he said, basically, if you don't finish this dream, I'm going to give it to someone else. Mm. And he showed me that he would give it to someone else. I saw other people wearing similar T-shirts or selling T-shirts with similar messaging. Mm. And I said, oh, okay, so you're not playing about this. So let me go ahead and get myself together. (laughs) Period. It's right, exactly. So that was about September or early October of 2019. And then I went ahead and started working with um, one of my good friends, Stephanie, who prints my t-shirts now. And I launched it in November of last year and it's been rolling ever since. So I'm just very grateful and thankful that he just did not pull this gift from me and that I'm able to share it with the world. I am so grateful he didn't pull it from you either. I know, I mean, I I was listening to your story and you said, you know, I got the shirts, we all were to church in 2017. So I'm just thinking like, okay. And then you said it was a hit. And I was like, all right, great. It's a hit. And then I was like, but it's 2019. What happened? (laughs) But like so many of us, Mm -hmm. we get sometimes success. It creates fear because it's like, oh Absolutely. my goodness, what did I just do? There's a whole different level of responsibility, but I'm so happy that you pushed through and God wouldn't leave you alone. He kind of told you what it is. Either you're going to get yes. on for it or not. So during that time, um, those three years, what were your friends saying to you to kind of push you out of your comfort zone as well as, as being the support system? Because God is telling you something, but you also have the support of friends and family right. saying, you know, this is something you should pursue. So what is some of the advice or what are some of the things that they would say to you to help you along your way? They would really, they pretty much told me, Summer, you have a million dollar business on your hands and you need to go for it. And at the end of the day, it was just... The fact that I was leaning on my own understanding was the problem. You know, I'm leaning on what I thought I was capable of doing, but I needed to lean on what God had, you know, already constructed for me. I needed to lean on him. And for whatever reason, I didn't trust it. I didn't trust my, I didn't trust that I was going to be able to be, to do this dream justice. I didn't trust that anybody would listen. I didn't trust anybody would want to buy a shirt. Like no one would want it. And that was furthest from the truth. And they just kept telling me, listen, um, I keep wearing my wristbands because at the time I also created these wristbands that I, I wear them all the time now that says Jesus be knowing and they all wore them. And every time they would go out, someone would ask, hey, 
where did you get that bracelet from? And it was always God like, giving me these little nuggets to remind me, hey, someone wants this. Hey. And it happened all the time. And I'm not even exaggerating. Whether they went to the gym, they were at work, and they would just keep trying to push me. But I think the other part that did help was that they also kind of took their hands off the wheel. Also, they didn't push me to the point where they wanted to push me away and that I was going to be so annoyed that I didn't want to either speak to them or I was going to be so afraid that I would run away from even telling them anything about it. They allowed me to feel my feelings and get through it. Also supporting me, but also giving me tough love. So it was a great balance of it all. And ultimately they couldn't birth this dream for me. They couldn't make it a reality because it was mine to do. And they knew that summer has to get to that position on her own. And we'll be here with her and we'll be here to support her whenever she's ready. And I really am so grateful to my friends for doing that. That is awesome. And you said something really important. They could not birth this dream for you. You had to go through a process. And I know that sometimes people find themselves in a situation where either they don't have support or they have Mm -hmm. too much support where it then feels like, pushing a lot of pushing and it doesn't allow you to go through the process and sometimes as entrepreneurs and creatives we have to figure some things out for ourselves so that is amazing that your circle um encouraged you like that so you start jesus be known last november black friday and then it takes off and it's doing really well what Mm -hmm. was your initial reaction after the first couple of months of business why didn't I listen to God sooner? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I felt like he was like, see, I told you I got you, girl. I don't know why you sit up here playing with me. I really feel it. Cause you know, I feel like, you know, everyone hears God and Jesus in their, in their head, in their own way. And I yes. feel like we had like a really real relationship. And he's like, I told you, I had you. I don't know why you didn't think I was going to send you, send you out here without any support i have you and it's just been amazing to see how many people have really um you know gravitated to the brand and it's still a baby it's still brand new it's still like a baby in this infant you know stage but it's really doing well and i'm so grateful and i feel like god was just showing me listen if you lean on me you do what i tell you to do pretty much be obedient be obedient recently um, I was listening to Pastor Mike Todd, and um, in a sermon, he stated that slow obedience is disobedience. Well, won't he do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to throw my phone, and I felt like I was being personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, I put I have an affirmation wall here that I put up um, quotes and affirmations that I, um, you know, want to look at every day for a reminder of what I, you know, either want to be or don't want to be. And that's, and I want to be the person that is obedient and actually um, responds to God in a, in a swiffer fashion, you know? So I feel like he's pretty much just showed me, Hey, just trust me. I got you. Just do what I ask and you'll, and, and I'll lead the way. So I'm trying to be more obedient as we were talking earlier about procrastination, you know, before a call, like I'm really trying to be that person that really listens to him and hones in on his word and just goes and just goes forth with the dream that he's, he instills in me. Because I think oftentimes we all second guess ourselves Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't be able to do this 
or God wouldn't give it to you if he didn't think you weren't the person to actually see this through. That is so true. And one of my business coaches always tells me there's other per there's other people on this other side of your dream waiting on you. Mm -hmm. So if you're sitting here not doing your assignment, how many other people on the other side of this are not getting what they need from you? How many people are sitting there waiting for your call, waiting for your dream so that they can fulfill theirs? And that's what we have to keep thinking about because we're supposed to be serving others and not thinking of ourselves. Exactly. And um, like you were saying, when we were talking earlier, we realized that we had very similar stories and my community will know, because I say this all the time, that I was very disobedient when I started with this podcast because I kept telling myself it was going to take more than I actually required. And I prayed and I asked God for certain things. I said, okay, well, I need this and I need a new laptop and I need this. And fine, he provided all of that. And there was one thing left for me to do. And it was a podcasting course that I signed up for, which I knew in my mind was going to take me like weeks on end to finish. When I finally said, this is enough and I need to start, I sat down. I never opened the podcast course. I bought it and put it to the side. I opened the course. I pressed pay. I kid you not, that video was 40 minutes long. It was 40 minutes long. I delayed something that I was going to, I thought was going to take me weeks oh my gosh. for it to be 40 minutes long. And I just felt like the biggest <laughs> punk out there. And God was just like looking at me. I knew he was just like, sis. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't I you feel like sorry. that's how he looks at us yeah. some days? <laughs> like, cause I, I am, I am with you. Like, I feel like giving you lifetime memberships in community. Cause you were talking about the <laughs> affirmation wall and we love our affirmation walls. And definitely we talk about the fact that delayed obedience is disobedience. And mm. I am, a, well, I feel like my relationship with God is a very open one. So I just talk mm-hmm. to God how I talk. I'm, I'm not yes. talking to him in the King James Version. It's no, just, not at all. No, this is just how I talk. And sometimes I just feel like he's just looking at me like, sis, why don't you listen? You're too, exactly. like sometimes you are too hard-headed for your own good. But what I love is that He's a merciful God. And although we delayed, he will still show success and just look at us like, all right, so next time you're going to get better at this, right? So I want to encourage anybody who has been through anything like we have and we find ourselves Mm -hmm. either procrastinating or delaying, just think about what if you just did it now? Like, imagine if you just said yes to everything God told you without asking questions because I Mm. am naturally an inquisitive person. I am a lawyer by trade. That's what I went to school for. So I always want a wise and evidence. I just want receipts. And sometimes (laughs) I don't need receipts from God. He says to jump. All I need to do is jump and just see, you know, if when I came back down, I sent some demons fleeing. I just need to follow instructions. So I want to encourage everybody listening Take a page out of our books and follow instructions. If God is leading Please. you to do something, listen, I'm tired of hearing people pray for things because I've been guilty of it, but not prepare for it. Mm. So if, if you've been praying for, uh, you know, that you're going to become a million, a millionaire or a best-selling offer, but since you won't write the book or you won't save a penny or you won't look how to invest your money, it's not going to mm. happen. He can't just, this is not, God is not a genie. He is not just going to pull things out of the air and put it together. It requires 
cooperation. This is this is very much teamwork because whatever God does in the earth, he does it through people, right? So this is teamwork. Yes, because the same thing just came into my head when you said that. It's like a team, it's like teamwork, like a marriage. Like, you know, you and your best friend, you know, deciding to do something together. You he he needs your buy-in as much as you know as much as you need his you need he needs yours yeah so if he doesn't get the buy-in from you don't think that whatever he wants to happen isn't going to happen he's just not going to use you to do it yeah he's going to move on and and find someone else that's going to be more obedient more disciplined Mm -hmm. and with less procrastination and less questions and go ahead and get it done. And then I always ask myself, how would I feel if I saw that Jesus Be Known was birthed by someone else? If someone else was walking around with my child, yeah. how would I feel? Exactly. Like you're not gonna Very feel, upset. you are not gonna feel good about it at all. And listen, Mm-mm. I like to think of it like this: every business that I start. God is, I am not the CEO. God is the CEO of that business. I'm just the employee Mm -hmm. here. He's just allowing me to manage. But guess what? If I was in my regular nine to five and I was procrastinating and I wasn't getting the job done right, I would be fired. Oh my God. Do I want God to fire me from the purpose that he has attached to my life? No, sir. That's not for me. I'm trying to be out here full out in my purpose because I I don't want that on my resume. Listen, listen. (laughs) you imagine trying to get a recommendation letter and it said god fired you from your purpose because you were just like oh many times we don't hire you boo no we're gonna it's gonna be a problem it's gonna be a problem so i need everyone to hop off of the delay hop off of the procrastination even if you don't feel like you have what you need listen the way God created you, he created you mm-hmm. for now. He created you for such a time as this. He created you knowing that all you have is all you need. You don't know how much you can do with what you have until you actually get started. Just and that like is I, the truth. Because if ahead. you don't get started, you won't know what you'll be. You don't know what else you need. You don't know who else he'll put into your life to help you bring this to fruition because maybe you do need a little bit of a push, but I can't make this person come help you. If you don't at least get started. Listen, you don't need water yet. Cause you haven't started running. What am I going to bring you water for? You didn't even start running. Listen, I'm telling you, I, we've been there. We're trying to help you we, guys. We, we have been there. We're trying to help you. <laughs> I, I, I reformed. <laughs> reformed. Okay. That's like me praying for a house and not even going to go look. And see what type of house I want, what I need, what the look like. What is it? So you specific prayers are helpful, and you can't yes, pray a specific absolutely. prayer if you don't know what it is that you're actually praying for. You just think it looks good on somebody, but you don't know the work right. that it requires to get there. So do the work in the meantime. Research, like write a half an hour a day. Don't be like me. All I had was all I needed. I had the mic. I had the course. I had the head yes. headphones, and I had a laptop. And it still took me how long to start this podcast? When if I really just sat down and started, I would have been like, "Oh, you have everything already." So listen to right. us. We're growing. We're growing. We're over, <laughs> over here, reformed, and just out here trying to be obedient immediately obedient for the lord yes amen amen to that (laughs) (laughs) all right so so tell me so you were saying that you were feeling like um why didn't i do this sooner yeah now that 
you are started, you're rolling. What are some of the life lessons you're learning about entrepreneurship and doing entrepreneurship God's way? Oh, it's tough. You know, it's you're forever a student. And I think that's one thing I had to um, drill into my head that you're not a perfect person. It's never one. I don't care if you're in business for 25 years, maybe, or you're a multi-millionaire, you're going to always be a student because the times are forever changing. When I started, you know, in November, there was no COVID-19. Now we're in June. I can't even believe I'm saying that. Now we're in June and it's COVID-19. We had to totally shift our whole lives to this new, you know, pandemic. So you're forever a student. You're not going to always know what to do. Asking for help, asking for help, asking for help is key. You're not going to know everything and it's okay. And I have just, one thing I've learned is just to be open to whatever the day is going to bring, you know, try to have some type of guideline as far as what you want to accomplish and get done. But if something, if a problem comes up, just quickly try to solve the issue and move right along. But knowing that you're always going to be in a mode where you're going to learn, you're not going to know everything. I had to figure out everything from, you know, I had some people helping me, of course, but to know how to ship everything out. Cause I was like, okay, well, how do I print the labels and how to ship and what platform should I use and things like that. But there's so many tools. YouTube is your friend. Google is your friend, you know, and I have so many people that are, luckily I have a couple of friends that are already in um, the same industry that I'm in now that were able to um, help and guide me in some ways as well. But I think you just always have to understand that this is not something that you're going to wake up one day and know everything about. Because I guarantee then you'll be throwing another curveball and you'll be starting right back from square one as far as learning how to pivot or learning how to shift. I mean, think about all these businesses that are either going out of business or had to shift to an online, um, you know, an online service based business to from a probably brick and mortar business prior to even the pandemic. So you're always um, learning something new and you just want to read the room even right now, right now. Our people are going through a tough time here in the States. You know, we have, um, even around the world, we have Black people, you know, going through, um, you know, dealing with police brutality where, you know, there's riots and protests going around and you have to be able to read the room. Is this a time to go out and, you know, try to sell, sell, sell to people or is this the time to give and serve and be there for someone? So you just have to always be open. I'm learning so much. But I'm also understanding that um, God has given me grace and he's given me the tenacity to get through this, like whatever the storm is. I never thought that I would be dealing with all this within my first year of business, but hey, we're going to get through it together. Yes, we are. And making sure that you're forever a student is so important. Um, we're all created for more, no matter where we are in life, no matter if yeah. you feel like we've reached the height and, and I don't know, Oprah, if Oprah's the height for you, if you've reached that yeah, status, there's right. still more for Oprah to do. There's still more for Oprah to learn. And I feel like we disadvantage ourselves when we think we know everything, 
You never mm-hmm. know everything. You, If you're always a student, you're always improving. And like Summer said, YouTube and Google are your friends. If you can afford to invest in yourself, hire a business coach because it's nothing like right. hiring somebody who's done it before, who can truncate it into a shorter amount of time so you don't have to make the mistakes they made. And I Absolutely. know before this COVID-19, I guess, I, I guess, I'm blessed in that fact that I was able to invest in myself in a time where everything was still thriving. And I hired coach upon coach and spent over $30,000 trying to figure out how to run a business, how to start a podcast, how to do the life coaching and the business coaching. And it was worth it. Every penny that's invested in yourself is worth it. And no matter what you do, there is always a way for you to learn at whatever God is, is, is telling you to do. So even if it's just a way on improving your gifts, so my gift and my talent is speaking and how mm-hmm. do I, I get better at that? There are so many ways that I can improve a gift of speaking, but because people think that they walk in their gifting and God has given it to them too many times, we think that that's enough. David was mm. excellent at what he did when he was right. Yes. I have it right. David, when he was out there, playing in the fields he was excellent at his music so why excellence at our gifts having a spirit of excellence doing things to the best the way the doing things the best we can possibly do it is what's going to open the next door and the next level because people know what to expect from you you don't know how you doing what you're called to do the best you can will do for somebody else Like you said, there are people attached to your gifting. Like when God created you, it wasn't just about you. He said, no, it's about you and maybe a thousand other people that's connected to you. But until you walk in your purpose, you won't be able to help them get free and walk in theirs. So find whatever it is, your zone of genius, whatever God has called you to do, your purpose, and really walk it out and learn along the way. Like Summer said, learn along the way because the world is ever evolving and really nobody here has had to do a lot of things during a pandemic because the last time right. the pandemic most of us weren't even alive yet or thought of so exactly it's for adjusting together give yourself time to adjust to process there's a lot mm-hmm. going on there's a lot there are protesting and rioting and all over in support of our Black brothers and sisters who continue to be oppressed and there continue to be police brutality and social injustice and even just mentally navigating through all of that and supporting in any way you any which yes. way you can still give yourself grace and time to get through it to push past it but don't stay in it don't get stuck right and just think how powerful that is that God thought you were so special that he would allow other people to be attached to your gift. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think we really understand or know the impact of that. Yeah. You know, like to know that, wow, God thought I was strong enough, a great leader, you know, a great businesswoman to be able to lead this gift that he gave me in order to reach the masses is phenomenal. Like just think about you with your podcast and how many people that you're able to reach 46 countries over across the globe is, um, it's like unbelievable. Right. Yep. And if you Definitely. would have still been sitting here, <laughs> you know, 
questioning whether you should be doing this. So, so many people wouldn't have been able to listen to your podcast and get the word that they get every week. So it. it's just phenomenal when you when you think of it in a word in in a way where you're here to serve, you know others, and you'll get God has you. He'll He'll bless you beyond measure. Believe me. But if you're just in the business of serving others, it really does push you um, to do more than you think you can. It definitely does. Okay, Summer. So before we go, I want any last advice that you have for any faithpreneurs who are just starting out their business or thinking on whether or not they should get started. What advice do you have for them? Get started. (laughs) (laughs) I am so serious. I know I was the person who would ingest so much information. I mean, gosh, I would listen to the podcast. I would buy the courses. I was attending the master classes. I'm on the Instagram lives, the Facebook lives, the YouTube, like at some point you have to implement all of these things mm-hmm. and you're not going to know whether something works for you or not if you don't start. And as mm-hmm. simple and as cliche it is, it is, it really is the truth. My therapist tells me, which sidebar, I believe in therapy. I love therapy. Come through. If you need therapy, especially during this time, I say go for it because mm-hmm. it's so helpful to just navigate all these things that we're you know, experiencing in our personal lives with the pandemic and the protests and things like that. But also when you're starting a business, you don't know what you're doing, you know? So just being able to have someone that's there to like listen to you, try to navigate through your feelings and your thoughts as to why you may not be moving on this dream is so crucial. And my therapist told me like, listen, action just encourages more action, encourages more action, encourages more action. When you get that first small win, like mm-hmm. probably the first, that that first time you saw that someone listened to your very first podcast, you're like, oh my gosh, someone in, or even the first person that listened to your podcast on another side of the world. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, like, it just really motivates you and it lets you know, hey, I have something here. And if you, you know, try something, I also will tell you, if you try something and it doesn't work out, you're always, always allowed to change your mind and you're mm-hmm. always allowed to pivot. Do not push or feel like you have to do something just because you started something and you want to see it finished. No, sometimes you start something, you realize, hey, this isn't for me. I need to pivot. I need to do this. I started out with blogging first. Um, back in 2013, I've had two blogs. I'm about to actually manifest into another blog. I didn't even tell anyone yet, but you heard it here first. Um, my name and everything is about to change and I'm I'm about to roll out a different blog, but it's still me and I'm trying it again in a different way. And it's okay. Sometimes you need a break. Sometimes you need to rest, but you need to get moving at some point. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest, like the biggest lessons I've learned is that you just need to start. So that we can see if your dream has any, you know, can go out here and live and thrive and, you know, grow and touch other people. Oh, that was amazing advice. So remember, get started. I want to thank you, Summer, for being on the podcast. I really enjoyed talking to you. Before we go, of course, please let everybody know where they can find you on social media and how they can get their Jesus Be Known merchandise so that they can be on and popping it so well. So let everybody know how to find you. 
please come over to Instagram or Facebook. It's at Jesus Be Knowing. That's J-E-S-U-S-B-E-K-N-O-W-I-N without the G on the end. And then also JesusBeKnowing.com. You can get all your merch there. We have t-shirts, bracelets, and some new great things dropping this summer. So please follow us. And we can't wait for you guys to join the JBK game. I am so excited. Oh, one thing I did not touch on. One thing that I really like you, um, like that you do, and I just want you to speak about really quick. You refer to the JBK, the people who support as neighbors. Yes. Yes. (laughs) JBK gang. Yes. Tell Um, us. I I came up with neighbor because I'm sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I came up with neighbor because in church, you know how they will always say, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm glad you came to church today. And so it always reminds me of when you're in the church and you're supposed, you know, and you always want to be a good neighbor to someone. So we call each other neighbors. When you join the JBK game, whether you're following us on social media or you you grab the t-shirt or a bracelet, you're officially a JBK gang member. You live in the neighborhood. And then we always try to be good neighbors to one another and look out for each other. Yes, I love that. So tell your neighbor to go on and follow Jesus Be Knowing and purchase something in support of Jesus Be Knowing. Plus, the t-shirts and the hoodies are actually fire. So you actually are going to want this. You're going to want to wear it. I remember I saw somebody in one, I think this year, but it was, it must have been like a special color you had for winter. Boy, was I yeah. hurt because it, it was my favorite color. <laughs> I was hurt. I'm looking, I'm searching, I'm like sold out, oh, sold sorry. out, sold out, sold out. <laughs> so get you some before it is sold out. But thank you yes. again, Summer, so much for being here on the podcast. I'm sure we will continue to keep up with you and catch up with you at a later time. Thank you again. Yes, thank you for having me. This was great. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Also, why don't you join us over on Instagram? Follow me at Shantae Sapphire. I'm your host. And follow the podcast at Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. See you next week.